All right. Um, I'd like to sell, I guess mm. that I did have some basilisk parts too. Did um, Zook take- Oh, I just assumed that you guys all piled it on together. Okay. Yeah, so you guys got eight gold for the basilisk pieces, plus uh, 10 gold for, uh, I mean, it's 10 silver for like all the claws and teeth and stuff that you took, any shales, things like that. And then she gave you one gold for all the frog hemoth parts, because you're not really sure what you can do with it, um, if anything, but she's willing to take that, you know, that small risk. Okay. Give a vial of frog hemoth stomach acid. Or should I? I guess I'll keep that, right? Because I could use that. Yeah, I'd, I'd keep it. Okay. This is how LSD was invented in Amanda's world. Yes, exactly. Let's get some paper. While you guys are at the bookstore, get some paper. Yeah, I want to go into the bookstore. All right. Um, as you get into the bookstore, it's pretty filled with a uh, wide variety of people. Um, between the ages of what you'd expect in the university. Um, obviously, there are different races, so some of them are actually much younger, but about, you know, young mm-hmm. adult age of all, uh, all different races. Um, and you can go through, um, it's basically like you're trying to like serve yourself sort of shop. And then at the end, there are these long queues that you can get into to finally get up to a clerk who will check you out. And the queues are pretty crowded. Yeah, there's probably about ten people in each line. I would like to find my items and then strategically kind of like make a nuisance of myself because I realize it's a book and paper shop. So if I like kind of seem like my wings will bump into things and stuff, they might kind of like shuffle me to the line to get me out of there real quick. <laughs> All right, uh, roll for nuisance. I'm gonna do acrobatics for that. Sure. <laughs> Or sleight of hand. Sleight of hand, yeah, that works too. Fourteen or thirteen. Okay, you're making a bit of a nuisance of yourself. Um, what kind of stuff are you grabbing? Uh, stuff that I can draw maps on. Okay, and so some parchments and inks and all mm-hmm. that. Uh, was there anything you wanted to get here, Deck? No. Uh, what was how much gold did you distribute? Two. What's parchment cost in 5e? Uh, yeah, so um, you're able to just kind of, for a moment, get the attention of a young woman who is stuck in shelves, and she kind of grabs um, a stack of parchment as your wing knocks it down. She goes, oh, sir, can you be a little more careful, please? You can just restock these. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't have my glasses on, and it's I got these big wings. <laughs> I'm just trying to shop. Yeah, um, you can fold them back, so that way you don't hit stuff. Like... I fold it back, and then I kind of, like, tuck them in a little bit more and, like, show that they only go a little bit further. Well, he seems to be working out just fine, and she's pointing at this other uh, blue feathered air cobra who's walking around, managing not to knock anything over. Is he wearing glasses? No. He must not need glasses. <laughs> Apparently, um, do you need that? It doesn't seem like you need re- reading or writing instruments if you need glasses and you don't have them. 
I said I don't have them with me. Mm. Oh, okay. And she's just like looking at you like you're dumb. She's like she's basically one of those uh, work study people, and she's not going to do anything more than she absolutely has to. I turn and go towards the lines, but I like drop like a third of my wing and like take out like a stack. And I go, oh shit, sorry. Kind of just keep going to the line. She sighs, and as soon as you're out of harm's way of that area, she comes over and puts things back, trying to half ass show some of them where they kind of were before. Um, as long as it's on the shelf, she's happy with it. Doesn't have to be neat at all. Gotcha. Okay, so you guys get through the lines. Lines actually move pretty fast. Um, when you get up there, they charge you. How much parchment did you get? Like a stack of it or? Uh, yeah, like a stack. Okay, they charge you. Um, parchment. It's a, it's a silver piece of piece in the, in the game. Yeah, so what would you get like a stack of that? Like 50 would be like five okay. gold. So yeah, so five gold for a big stack of parchments and then... Um, for ink, it'll be, I don't know, like two silver. Okay, okay. It's like the cheap ink, the unbranded one that they have in there. Gotcha. Alrighty. And then I'm going to, in the days, if we're skipping ahead, I'm just going to draw the city a couple times, like from the aerial perspective. Okay. Like Cartog. All right, Doc. Um, in the days between now and when the boat leaves, you kind of go down to the wharf and try to like subtly ask around about slavers. You know, they don't typically come um, to this country. They tend to stay more of the northern countries. Um, but can you roll me an investigation check? Yep. You're able to uh, speak with an older gentleman who has a boat um, or a ship, it's not a boat. Uh, and he says that he had seen um, a couple of ships actually with the symbol that you are you described to him um, up near uh, the countries of I don't have my countries with me. One second, I need to grab my mom. Near the countries of Juris. How do you spell that? G-E-R-E-S-E. -E. I have a map somewhere, but not on me. Um, that's the most information that you're able to get, though. Uh, you weren't going to get any, so that's good. That's 19 really helped you out. <laughs> Some boats were spotted near Dries. Yeah, kind of in passing. They weren't stopped, but um, 
as they sailed south, they saw a couple of them uh, with fair amount of distance between the two of them, like a couple of days sailing journey, um, saw them heading north. All right. And then everyone good to fast forward. Mm-hmm. All right. So the sun rises on the fifth day and the group of you come down for breakfast. Um, if you don't have anything you want to talk about during breakfast or when you're done with breakfast, then you will head uh, north towards the wharfs to meet with um, Anastas. Um, Elena and the rest of their group at the uh, Baronessa. Have you guys sailed much before? You saw me the last time. That was- yeah, I know how you go hard. <laughs> <laughs> I've done most of my travel um, over land, so this will be new for me. It's mostly the same, except you stay in one spot that moves, and then the monsters are a lot freakier looking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you a, are you a seasoned mariner yourself, or? Oh, I travel a lot. I like to draw maps, so I go a lot of places. Any any tips from an expert sailor to a novice like myself? Uh, if you get sick, make sure you're always careful when you're leaning over the side of the boat for turbulence, and also for if you see any monsters. It's better to throw up on the deck than get pulled off by a monster. Comforting. Thank you. Yeah. It's okay. I can fly. So if, as long as you don't get too far away, I can pick you up out of the water probably. Oh, I forgot. Amanda. Yeah. On day four, uh, I would like to have spent some time uh, Casting plant growth for the farmers that lost chickens. Okay. Kind yeah, you get that their, done. They're very grateful. Yeah, Trying to help their crops for some of the chickens that were lost. Yep. They're extremely grateful. Uh, Manfred Fawcett's especially grateful that you did not bring the soup with you. What with me? The soup. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I want all those. All right. So uh, you get down to the, or you get up the Grand North to the, um, to the wharf. And you're able to find your way to the Baroness easy enough. It's one of the bigger ships there. It's like a Span- Spanish galleon type boat. Um, the plank's down and you see um, Elena who is Anastasia's research assistant, sort of directing different students and uh, hired, hired hands that they brought on for the trip uh, to bring things up onto the boat and organize them and everything. Two waves at you as you guys come up. Hello. Hello, I wasn't sure y'all were going from. We're too, too deep in this demon mystery now. Free trip out of the city. Why not? Fair enough. 
Yeah, we did do a lot of work to get out here. I think Professor Analysis and the captain are still having breakfast, so it'll be a few minutes, probably maybe half of an hour, an hour until we take off. Need any help loading things on or anything? Oh, uh, yeah, if you can give a hand. So, yeah, like, point out some things where they need to go. There's probably at least like 20 more boxes and crates around for um, bringing up onto the boat. Zook does. Yeah. And say Hardy joins in. Okay. Die pointedly just stands off to the side and watches you two do the things. <laughs> you're, you're doing great. <laughs> Lift with the knees. Excellent job, friends. Excellent jobs. <laughs> you're doing wonderfully. Um, as you guys are finishing up, you see coming walking up to uh, the boat and Astus and his you know formal uh, academic regalia in their formal academic regalia they come up and next to them is a large tabaxi, a huge fluffy tail, captain's coat, captain's hat. Um, he looks like he could probably fit about four Anastasis inside of him, but you're not sure if it's puffy fur or if it's just his build. He's clothed, correct? Yes. He's wearing a cat Is it just very loose-fitting clothes, then? We can't really tell if it's poop It or... sags a little bit, but, like, if he has a lot of fur, it's not going to, like, sag all the way down. It's not like it's form-fitting. So, Anastasis... It's kind of like he tossed a sack over himself. Say, <laughs> so, Anastasis, this must be the captain, yes? Won't you introduce us? Oh, yes, um, I'm Captain Chambers. This is my boat. I think I can introduce myself. Um, thank you for coming aboard the Baronessa. We appreciate all of your money and your help getting to where we're going. Well, I, I, lo I look at kind of uh, Hardy, Deck, and Zook. I was like, do, do we pay for this trip? <laughs> Anastas kind of like. Anastas did. Oh, right. Gestures to you. they kind of gesture to you, like, don't worry about it. Um, and they go, Yes, uh, we did fulfill the contract before you got here, so I'm sure you have everything that you need to fill your part. Perhaps, like, yes, yes, of course, of course. Um, just wanted to say thank you, you know, my favorite thing bringing people aboard and having them give me money, and then I take the <laughs> money and I buy my snacks. <laughs> That is how capitalism oh, works, yes. Yes, um, I told them to make sure everyone brings their own stacks. Oh, we got snacks. Oh, I did. There are there are some snacks our cook likes to cook, um, but you do have to pay for anything that you take from our Captain, I understand wanting to covet thine snacks, but if someone else has awesome snacks and you could do tradesies, aren't you missing out by not sharing the idea of your snacks? No, but tradesies are different than just letting you have snacks. Tradesies are, you know, the most formal way of bartering. And it's not that you don't get anything from it. You get something and you lose something as opposed to just losing stuff. Oh, yeah, it's never fun to just lose. Nope, not at all. That is how I got into sailoring. So I take everything <laughs> I want. 
That sounds. I was gonna like, say that. Is that aggressive sailoring? Is, is is that sailoring or is that <laughs> sailoring? <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how aggressive is your sailoring? Five. Okay. All right. Mid range. Fair enough. Rarely, rarely do we fight anyone for anything. Um, we'll fight um, people who fight us. Captain, I did have a question. I do sell a hard bargain, though. <laughs> I bet. Uh, you you mentioned both paying and that we'll be assisting in uh, getting to our destination. Uh, is there some sailoring expectations of us? Oh, no, no, no. Um the professor here brought lots of hired hands. They're going to be taking care of that. Great, because I'm incapacitated. Yes. Oh, good. Fabulous. It's my first time on a ship, so. I hope you don't get sick. A lot of people do. Um, and that is why we have all these little portals, because we can just, you know, toss water over the deck and all the vomit and everything. Just go straight out the side. Hygienic. Mm-hmm. I do not like walking around in an unhygienic place. And you see, yeah. like, he doesn't have shoes on, but his claws kind of like go out and retract. <laughs> I think we'll get along just fine, Captain. Fabulous, fabulous. Um, if you all come aboard, I'll introduce you to whoever might be up there at the moment. I know everyone's getting ready for the boat to actually disembark. Wait, do you disembark or does the boat disembark? Um, you disembark the boat. Okay, so set sail. <laughs> I'm like, that's not the right term, is it? Where do we? What, port do we leave from? what? What port do we leave from? Uh, just the main uh, Rasselo port. Okay. We're heading down towards Remar, if I remember correctly, or uh, you're going farm pool. Uh, yeah, it's kind of farm pool ish. Where is my yachts? Mm. Yeah, so you're going to be landing about here, and ultimately you're going to end up like here. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a uh, seven days sail down to where we're going to drop you at Arik. Um, so I hope nobody gets too ill. If you do get ill, we have alcohol, which may or may not help. It seems to be 50-50. Uh, the alcohol, of course, is not free. Um, though we do sell a very nice package at the beginning of each trip in case you want to uh, partake in the alcohol as we sail. It tends to be less expensive than you know, buying the individual drinks. And a package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell, us, tell us about this package. He tells you about like the drink package. It's basically, instead of paying like uh, $7 <laughs> or so paying like uh, four coppers a cheap beer you pay um, 20 coppers for the entire trip and then you get done what you and want. done <laughs> uh, so I just have to beat three a day I pay up uh, 20 coppers of course yeah. of course here you go here you go he gives you like these little cards that say a uh, drink club Baroness a drink club they have a picture of a cartoon of like a fluffy cat holding two little pints. Well, if there's a if there's a, a little cute membership card like that I'm in, 
there you go. It gives you it. And you look a little closer, you realize that in the cat's eyes are SU's money signs. <laughs> you said that was 30 copper? 20 copper. 20 copper. Oh, wow. They're going to regret that deal. You're assuming it doesn't cost them like one copper. <laughs> cat beer. Well, if anyone needs me, I'll be at the bar. Uh, yes, the bar is open from 4 a.m. to 4.30 a.m. And then noon to 3. And then 7 to 8.45. Some pretty weird times. So it's just like when we're eating dinner. Pretty much, yes. It's open when the mess is open. It's Probably. also limited a little bit, so you can't get too much of your money. <laughs> oh, so all we need is a mess for the bar to be open? Oh, no. What was the name? <laughs> no, was when it? the mess, the place where you eat your food, is open, the bar is open. What was the name of the... Uh... It's not always a mess when I eat my food. What was the name of the membership card again? The. Uh... Oh, yes. The cat. The, cat the Baroness's... Drink club, I think. It was just something easy like that. Just make want to make sure I add it to my inventory. <laughs> yes. It's important. Yes. <laughs> Fairness of Brew Club. How about that? <laughs> there we, I think that's actually what you said the first time. So okay, go. Cool. Um. Uh, Captain Chambers leads you all up onto the boat, introduces a few. Uh, people of his crew as they're kind of running about trying to get things um, ready to go. He stops them in the middle of what they're doing, trying to get them to be personable. And you can tell that he does this a lot when they're trying to be efficient about things. And they just have like a, a tolerable, they're tolerable when it comes to being uh, polite but they're not going to be spending too much time really like giving the welcomes that he seems to be looking for. Um, his first mate is a, a really tan dwarf. Um, he's got his beard and his hair all together into braids down his front. His name is Oren. And then he introduces two other members of his crew. They're both um, uh, trident women one is Copper, she is the navigator, and the other is Pearl, and she's the master gunner. And he's like, oh, weird. These are going to be... It's always so hard to track them down when we're bringing in... Um, when we're bringing in our passengers, they always seem to make themselves scarce, but don't worry. They're a very, very friendly crew. Good DM trick right there. Yes, there's other people here as well. Just uh, <laughs> over there. <laughs> Somewhere behind this curtain. <laughs> they become important. They I, I, important. I assure you they're all there. Can I look at them? No, no. But they are there. <laughs> they actually don't have faces, so they cannot May I see them. <laughs> uh, They're ghosts. <laughs> they're all ghosts. Actually requires significant focus to see them as anything other than a silhouette. <laughs> Well, Oren, Copper, Pearl, it's a pleasure to meet you all. They kind of wave as they scamper off to do their actual work. Um, and then the captain 
since you guys are fancy passengers, takes you, Anastas, uh, Elena, and shows the bunch of you your quarters. Um, Anastas has their own room. And then there are three rooms, um, each with two beds in them for the five of you to split up however you want. Elena looks like she wants her own room, but she's also um, not really going to say anything because she's not technically paying for it. She's a grad student. Well, I mean, there's six of us, right? There's the four of us plus Anastas and Elena. Anastas already has his own room. Oh. Okay, then. I could room with deck. Arty, shall we be bunkmates? I think that sounds good. Yes! <laughs> Takes uh, the room farthest away from Anastasia's room. Here, no, wait, we want that one. Nope, too late. Shuts the door. No, you get your own room, so we get the one farthest away. Here, I'll lock it. I go knock on Agnostic's door. I go, hey, Elena wants me to stay in the room next to yours, but I want to stay furthest away from you. Do you want to be room neighbors? I really don't care. I knock again. I go, you want to play games then? You don't hear anything? I knock again. I go, Anastas? You don't hear anything. I knock again. Nothing. Nothing. It's almost as if you might have cast something where you're not (laughs) bothering him anymore. While this is going on, um, might have made I, the room so that there's no sound coming from the outside. Yeah. While this is um, going on, Hardy slips into <laughs> the next available room and like motions to die. Like <laughs> we just tiptoeing on in there. <laughs> in ten minutes, Anastas at this door here's Anastas, <laughs> and more knocking. He opens. They open the door. Yes. You want to play games? <laughs> um no no i have no interest in that at the moment i have to prepare my for yes i know if you want we can play this fun game called we do our research and you look at these books that i can't get to yet and you take notes that sounds like reading and that's not reading. really my thing well we have some that are mostly pictures i can do pictures all right um I kind of go into his room. I kind of push into his room to go help go find these books. Because we're neighbors. set up on one of these, <laughs> on like the smaller of the two desks and gives you the books that have like all the etchings and stuff. And also a, another sort of like note, a fantasy notebook, fantasy five-star notebook mm-hmm. uh, for you to um, sort of make notes of any that kind of reflect each other or seem like any sort of patterns that you see coming up in these this is so, important. Let's see how Anasa thinks of Zook. Is it college ruled or wide ruled? This notebook. <laughs> um, it's college ruled only because he didn't bring anything for uh, anyone else yeah, to work on. That's a good point. <laughs> so, despite being very dorky, Zook is a very like diligent worker. As his time and gladiators and slavery and all those fun things made him do work when he had to do work. So he kind of just. To Ignatius, the surprise is very quiet and diligent working while well, they're working. Ignatius is surprised and a little impressed. He doesn't say anything to you, but you can tell that he approves. Ignatius approves. It so pops is, up in a little corner. This is the most important question. Approves. At some point in these seven days, are we gonna are we gonna do most of these days? Do you think? No. Okay, at some point in these seven days, if I keep doing this, can, will he play a game with me of some sort? 
when he came to like me enough to play a game with me. <laughs> he wasn't trying to play a game with you. So on the beginning of the third day, or at the end of the third day of your morning's work on the third day, uh, he slips you a little card. It says, um, Baroness uh, um, Extra Special Brew Club. And it has mm-hmm. this times in the corner where it's open for longer if you go to a certain door uh, in the galley and you knock on it. Uh, the cook will come out to the side and give you oh, um, some whiskey and stuff whenever you want it. I give I give them a hug. You kind of just they just kind of pat you on the head. Like, very well. Um, do not come drunk to work, but I do appreciate your help. Hi, hi. <laughs> Typical academic paying in like booze instead of uh, you know currency. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> All right. Is there anything that you guys want to do on your journey to the west? Can you describe the room? East. To the east. The room? Yeah. Um, It has just a big, large porthole in the middle. Um, And then two single beds uh, on each side of the porthole. And then there is one tiny writing desk in the bottom left corner, and they all kind of look the same. There's like a threadbare rug in the middle. Okay. Is there a way I could potentially hook up a hammock in the room? You can sleep in there at night? Sure. The bed? Yeah. You're able to find, uh, ask around, find some nails that you can use on inside of the walls. It looks like people have hung stuff up here when they've been living in there before, so it's no big deal. That's good. I jump into the hammock and just relax. Take the waves. Yes, it does a nice little sway with each of the uh, swells of the boat sails over. So are we staying pretty close to the coast? Uh, yeah, pretty close. You're kind of following the coast along. Um, you can see it. You're not like far enough, or you're not close enough to like jump out and go to it. But um, yeah, you could kind of like see it. What if you distance. were really, really fast? Could you like go see like the coast every once in a while? Like explore? I or... think the boat would end up leaving you behind. Boat travels pretty fast. You would have to go probably about a mile and a half, two miles to get to the coast. And then the boat's still like going however fast the boats go. I don't know the math. I never took physics. (laughs) I'll work with Zoom. I've got 150 feet of rope so we could tie one end to end. You could go parasailing. Yeah. So I can go when I am flying. I can go 130 feet in six seconds. So it only takes me 5,800 divided by 1,300. Only takes me four minutes to do a mile. How fast does a boat travel? Uh, is it a kind of boat? Is it's a sailing ship? Yeah. I'd say like twenty miles an hour. 
Kendrick Wayne. Uh, so I'm only going 13. Yeah, so you're going to get left behind pretty quickly. All right, then I won't go too far away from the boat. I mean, you could try at least 150 feet. Just kind of... Unless no. people got I mean, I'll, I'll loop around the boat and stuff every once in a while, but I won't go all the way to shore. Cool. So you fly around uh, Jack and Hayden? Let's see. Not really on the first day. Well, we're kind of going through the seven days pretty quick. So oh. anything you want to do during that time? Uh, yeah. I would probably get bored. Uh, you said it's a seven-day trip? Yeah. Uh, give me some time to think about Okay, die. Uh, yeah, on the first day as we're, we're getting settled in and and Zook's knocking on the door of Anastas, <laughs> um, I, uh, I look at Hardy and I kind of look down at your shoes and I say, what size shoes do you wear? Uh, uh, small? Very <laughs> small? <laughs> Children's five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and then over the course of the week, uh, Di knits uh, Hardy some socks. Ah, uh-huh. um, it presents them, love them on the last day, probably. Yeah. What do they look like? Uh, they're uh, kind of um, motley, I guess. They're just kind of uh, you know, just kind of. It's actually a, a kind of a bunch of different yarns put together, so it's they're just kind of colorful. Piebald, I think, is maybe the word. Mm. Almost um, able to camouflage as Hardy does the ranger stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and they should keep Except for those couple of hooks of the bright pink. <laughs> <laughs> That's for flavor. Dai uh, <laughs> uh, says, I figured we're going to do a lot of walking soon, so these might be helpful. I appreciate it. Always good to especially keep your feet sturdy. I know. Uh, Hardy, what are you going to be doing? Uh, I was going to say, uh, because uh, I want to check and see how the, the seasickness is going for Hardy. Okay, uh, roll a constitution roll. All right. Hey, actually, that's not bad at all. Uh, so that's uh, 20. Oh, nice. Yeah, you're feeling she pretty really, good. You feel like you got like... <laughs> That brewmaster card. <laughs> yeah, that brewmaster card. You wouldn't have guessed that watered down ale would be like what really makes a trip go well, but it's helping a whole lot. Mm. Oh, yeah. Is that something I should have I should roll for since it's my first time on a boat? Oh yeah, go ahead. What's this a constitution save you said? Yes. I am surprisingly good at those. Natural 20. Oh nice. Yeah, you two are doing pretty well. Um You've kind of figured out that you can get a bunch of beers when the mess is open and then just kind of like keep them for the rest of the day. Yeah. Just filling up our like wine skins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, (laughs) exactly. You notice uh, one of those days when uh, when the evenings, when the Gnostic actually joins you all things um that he they also take a bunch of um drinks and then as the night goes on um it gets to the 
warmer and warmer ones. Cats, uh, the cancer chill touch and chills, cools it back down. Nice. Classic. So they're palatable. Alrighty. So we get to the seventh day. Oh, wait. So yes. I would oh. say in my room. All right. I would have spent most of it uh, trying to create like a little garden in there. Mm-hmm. So I'd be do crafting stuff around the room and then uh, using plant growth to, to make them like bloom. But no one so is aware of this other than me and Zuko would say. So you're making it grow like out of the wood and everything in the room? Yeah. Okay. Like trying to make it like a rainforest, <laughs> like crazy. Okay, okay. Cool. Yes. Um, yeah. So at the beginning of the seventh day, you haven't quite reached where you're getting yet, but you're nearing to see your range closer and closer to the shore throughout. And Anastas crawls all of you and Elena um, into their rooms. And in front of you on their desk, is a DS map. Boom. So I have to ask, does Alina, is she wearing a red shirt <laughs> for a chance? No, but weirdly everyone else that they brought with them is. It's a uniform. It's a a good looking map, Amanda. Thank you. I made it while I was playing with Connor yesterday. <laughs> nice. I didn't make it. I colored it in, which did not require that much attention. Um, so, Anastas. Yeah, so uh, we will be landing at the town of Auric. Um, it's very small. And there we will be renting from them a few flatboats to make our way down through the uh, through the river of the, uh, informs you that the name of the jungle is Creeping Umbra and warns you, you know, it's dark, incredibly dark inside. Um, it's very overgrown. It's actually canopy extends over the river that's written, that's in there, but because it's a map, they want you to know where the river is. So it's not, <laughs> uh, so, um, it's not so, so, so what you're saying is kind of like, if someone had known someone could fly, then they really didn't want them to be flying above the group the whole time. They would. Well, they can fly above the group. It's just a rainforest. And the nature of a rainforest is once you're above the canopy, you can't really see what's going below the canopy. If you yeah. look at the inspiration board, Ooh, there are pictures wow. of a rainforest. Yeah. Oh, uh, Zook. I have removed uh, our seven days of ration because you kept your rations in my my bag. So just heads up. Oh yeah, I should adjust mine as well. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Excuse me. All right. So as the sun reaches its pinnacle and then begins to get lower in the sky, um, the Baronessa makes its way towards a small 
basically towards land, you see a couple of like thatch buildings. Um, two of them are up on stilts and another one is low to the ground and near what looks like a bunch of makeshift. Um, well, it started off being makeshift, but then over the years became, uh, they added more and more wood to it to uh, reinforce it, um, like the little, almost like a little marina. Thanks. So the uh, Baronessa drops anchor a little ways away from um, the shore and the hired hands that Anastas brought along and start doing their work, getting um, uh, of one of the boats starting, all except for one of the little skiffs starting to load it with boxes. Um, and the last skiff is where uh, the six of you um, get into and you make your way over to shore. And then when you get there, you're greeted by three individuals. Um, it is a large human man, a very skinny uh, male troll, and next to him a half-orc. The troll has like a sort of bluish skin and what looks like a, not an impromptu, but like um, it is trying out a mohawk, but they don't really have anything to really make it work here. So sometimes it's like sagging to one side or the other. Um, the half orchestrated bald and the human has this straggly sort of linen mane of hair, um, blonde hair coming from his head. And he goes, ah, professor, your group is here. This is great to see you, of course. We hardly ever get any visitors. Is it just the three of you that live here? Oh uh, yeah, yes. Um, originally, well, if you really look at our town name, he points. It says A H R E K, like painted on a couple of pieces of driftwood. Mm -hmm. We named it a wreck because we wrecked here. But you know, <laughs> better or worse, we started a business and we have people here, like the professor, mostly just the professor, um, who comes and friends are boats and he's supposed to fitter there's like um friends gifts point painted on the side in white on the side of the uh boat of the building down by the boats so there's three of you and you guys have lots of boats yes yeah um you have to bring your own sailors but you know the professor's always good about that and you kind of realize why he, they got the extra uh helping hands uh, yeah, but they're, they're the best folks around. What are your names? Uh, my name's uh, Daivika. Oh, I'm Sven. This is Mur, points at the half orc, and Og points at the trail. They don't they don't talk a whole lot. Um, <laughs> it's actually like of all the people, kind of looks over his shoulder. All the people that have been on the boat when they wrecked, these ones have been to the advocate to have been stuck here for like 15 years with but you know run close they don't talk a lot but they're they're good in the heart they have very expressful faces odd kind of just looks like he looked interested for about five seconds when he all walked up and now he's kind of like looking up 
into the canopy. Look at some birds. Well, it's not, it's not about the family you're born with, but the family you find, I suppose. Exactly, exactly. Very industrious of you to create this little outfitter here following being wrecked. Yeah, you know, we had a lot of time on our hands. Um, first we built that building, and he points at like the one of the uh, stilt buildings that kind of looks a little uh, wobblier and <laughs> a little, um, you're not sure if you'd have the guts to climb up it. Um, you know, but then we really figured out what we were doing, and we built the second one, and that one's never fallen down yet, so that's really great. That's tenacious. <laughs> yep, yep, tenacious. Tenacious is what you call us. <laughs> you, uh, have you left this spot at all? I mean, after your, obviously you've set up your business here, but like, it's a unique choice to continue to stay in the location that you had this accident in. <laughs> oh yeah, well, you know, Every four months or so, we go back home, see the families, and we come back out here because, you know, nobody to bother us. It's kind of our own place, and we're really in charge. That's fair. Nobody makes us do anything. Um, I never have to sweep if I don't want to. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a nice place to live once you get used to it, and especially when you can actually go back to civilization and get stuff to make it nicer. Oh, I imagine so, yes. Like, we added a bear rug to one of the still buildings, and it really just wraps the whole thing up. Really ties it all together. Yeah. Keep some of the bugs coming up through the bottom. They should come in through the side, but what can I, you do? I imagine they do, yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I imagine it's probably, what, pretty mosquito-y and... Yeah, it's definitely... You see lots of... Uh, Bugs here are bigger than bugs pretty much anywhere you saw, even the mosquitoes. That's supposed to mean like mosquitoes are, they're visible, things flying around. Um, you see a bunch of um, damselflies and dragonflies. You hear um, the croaks and crickets of different types of frogs and other ins and insects. And you're not quite sure which ones are frogs and which ones are insects. They sound a lot alike. Uh, there, this area though is just one little corner is pretty cleared out, uh, just for the Arik, um, I guess alcove, not really a town, it's just the three of them, uh, Sven Stiffs, um, yeah, and so over the next hour or so, uh, end up getting everything off of the boats. Uh, there are several boxes, um, a bunch of camping equipment, a whole bunch of stuff. And surveying it, Sven goes, oh, yeah, um, I think you'll end up needing about three, three stress this time. Nossus goes, no, last time we didn't come with much more and we dealt with two. Goes, oh, yeah, but you, you have more people this time. So you're definitely going to need to rent three as opposed to two. Well, and they you had all that for it. Your, your purse strings have been loose so far. <laughs> That's okay. We will, we will take the three the three boats. You're probably correct. He gives uh, Mer and Og instructions to start um, 
like putting all the poles and oars on the boats and helping the hired the six or so hired hands to uh to move the trucks and the cases and everything of your camping and um academia supplies i guess <laughs> onto the boats um is there anything you guys want to do while you're here before you disembark Oh, are there any animals nearby? <laughs> Not disembarking. Why did I keep saying disembark? Um, or you leave. do an investigation or a perception check. Thirteen. Um. Yeah. Up in the small street inside, you see this little mammal. He's got these big eyes. Uh, gigantic eyes and um, kind of like a what looks like it would be a soft grayish brown fur and he's just kind of watching you. Uh, I like to ritually ritual cats speak with animals. So All right. Kind of see if he's seen anything around the area. Hi. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, have you seen anything dangerous around the area? Oh yeah, there's tons of dangerous stuff around here. Yeah, what can you tell me about? Um, well, there are some birds that are big and they'll come down and swoop and pick up your family and eat them. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Mm-hmm. Do you know they usually hunt in the morning or in the night? They hunt throughout the day. Well, there are some at night. There are different big birds that come down and swoop down and eat your family. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, what's the? I guess. Do I? Do we know where we're going? Yeah. Uh, he showed you the map earlier. Okay. Could I ask him if he's if familiar around that area? Yes. Um. I don't really get super far. I have tiny legs. Oh. So you haven't been near this area before. This one here. Yeah. Like I live here. Okay. What about this area on the map? Which area are you pointing to them? Uh, where we're going to. Um, maybe no. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I, wait, wait. And he kind of reaches a little paw out and touches. And like, I'm there. I'm there. Oh. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I told that to the team. That, Bye. Uh, can, can I, I make a grapple check on... Go <laughs> what grappling? Yeah, I want to make a grapple check on the little animal. <laughs> okay, uh, roll. I guess is grapple strength, right? Zuko, mm-hmm. a monster. <laughs> I intercept Zook as soon as I notice him doing that. I yeah, twelve. His hands away. Twelve. Okay, it got a three. So you're able to like wrap your hand around it. It's small enough to fit in your hands. I just want to like pet its head. It kind of takes its little paws and I like, grabs them around your thumbs, kind of like, hangs out there. It goes, hi! Oh, I don't speak yeah. animals. No, you don't. I just wanted to be its friend. <laughs> so be careful. And we should be careful too, guys. There's some dangerous birds in the areas that we need to be careful about. So keep an eye out. I'm a dangerous walk. bird. You start like nibbling on one of your feathers, not like hard, like 
like a like a little mammal, little herbivore mammal would do, little sugar glider, little sugar glider would be doing um, with a, a leaf. Kind of like put him back in the tree, like throw his head and give him like I I have like seeds and stuff with lots of little snacks, and I give him a couple of those, and I head off. Uh, can I go? I hear squeak, squeak squeakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, can I head over to Sven? Yeah. So, uh, what usually tries to kill us on this river? Oh, you know a lot of things. It's part of what makes it so cool living out here. Uh, we got crocodiles. We got some man-eating apes. Really down far south. Those those guys are mean. We tend to stay away from them. Wicked smart too. It's really weird. Seems like, pretty dangerous out here in the wilds. Oh yeah, it's it's completely dangerous. Um, we saw this vacation package though. People one that you're really extreme experience, and we usually end up keeping you know about twenty five percent of them alive. <laughs> well, are you strong? Me, of course I am. He's the one coming back alive. Yeah, I guess if you come back every time and only 25% of people do, then you're either really strong or you're really good at leaving Oh, we don't go with them the whole way. We're not stupid. (laughs) You're either really strong or really smart. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, originally there were 12 of us who made it sure. Oh. Well, that's oh, so twenty five percent exactly. Wow, you're exactly. living with the odds. Mm-hmm. So you are the twenty five percent. Yep, um, but also you know we do have a profitable business going on. Well, you know I think I'll be just fine. I'm yeah. sure you all will be. You look like you have you know your head stood on your shoulders. Yeah, just it's... just don't do anything stupid. Oh, no promises. Okay, well then, hopefully you make it back. Don't worry, I usually get out. Of, I usually run into a lot of things, and usually I get out somehow. Well, I see you got a sword. That probably helps. Yep, very helpful, especially when the things can be slashed. Most things can be slashed. I think there's some things that just don't like being slashed, and it doesn't do a whole lot, but they still dislike it. And usually, sometimes, if you're tenacious enough, you can get them to just give up and go away. Truer words, my friend, truer words. But the giant lizards, they, they don't seem to care a whole lot about, you know, getting stabbed. But if you stab them about 10, 15 times, they decide you're not really worth it and they'll leave. Well, anything you got to hit a bunch of times. Same for the eyes. And usually if you get anywhere near one of those, they're like, it's not worth it. Oh, but their eyes are really hard to reach. Like I said, giant lizards. Oh, I can fly. Oh, yeah, you'll probably yeah. be able to do that pretty well then. Yeah. Yeah, you should have a problem with giant lizards. Do you recommend any snacks that we might see along the river? Um, I'd recommend not eating anything that is red. Okay, but what about <laughs> things that we can't eat instead? There are some bananas. Uh, most of those are good, especially if they're growing a little higher up. There are these fake bananas that grow really low down, and they're poisonous. Okay. Conspiratorially, I lean down to Hardy and say, I'm very surprised that these three people are still alive. No, I, I was kind of picking up on that too. 
Oh, we should, we should, be, we should be on guard, I think. <laughs> off to the side, you notice Mara has like picked up something and is sniffing at it and just puts it back down. He's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, the boats are about ready if you're all ready to leave. I'll miss you, new best friend. I'll miss yeah. this voice that you're doing, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> if I could message you from miles and miles away so I could hear this voice all the time, I totally would. Well, good thing you can't. <laughs> I probably won't remember it next time we're together. Die? <laughs> oh, no, I don't do that. No, no. Turn. All right, well, goodbye forever. Um, I said the boats are ready. I don't know if you wanted to leave because it's going to be dark. I mean, you could probably get to the first landing area tonight if you wanted to. But, you know, when it's dark, then the gators and hippos come out as opposed to all the other weird shit that you find in the fort sometimes. I guess we'll ask the professor. And ask just no, we are leaving. <laughs> this conversation has gone on too long. <laughs> and Asus is like shoving off. <laughs> I, had this, I had planned this introduction to last five minutes, and here we are, 15 minutes in. <laughs> and is like got his robes pulled up and tied at his waist, post, <laughs> pushing the boat down themselves. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I, I kind of. Go ahead. I just because he sees Zuko like fly out to the one he's pushing out and like sit on top of it. <laughs> he's not actually there yet, but he's instructing his people to get ready. Um, so you all try to climb onto the ships, or they're not ships, they're boats. Um, and each of them is uh, is it two of the hired people? Um, the middle one just has a bunch of boxes. So bunch of boxes on them. The other two, the front one and the back one, have a couple of boxes, but they're mostly made room to host um, you and the uh, academics team. They're like two undergrad researchers, basically. Um, Elena, Anastas, and then the four of you. You guys want to decide which boat you want to get on? How many boats are there? Three. Three. One of them is all full of boxes except for two people that are going to be piloting it. Third boat? Is the second boat with all the supplies? Yeah. I'll be in the third boat. Okay, so Deck makes his way onto the third boat. First boat slash in the air and opportunity sort of makes sense. Okay. Like you can fly just below the canopy, but yeah. Just for like fun. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do some, like, every once in a while, I'll do a lookout, see if there's any scary things, but, like, stay within sight and within the canopy. Okay. Um, I, I will go in the boat that Anastas is not on. So I think it's a third boat. <laughs> yeah, Hang out with Deck or Deke uh, back there. And where's Hardy going? Um, Hardy, I think at this point, is like, yeah, third boat sounds like the chill boat. <laughs> Fun boat. All right. So <laughs> you got the fun boat. Um, but I will, I will have, boat. Uh, I mean, obviously, as we have uh, our uh, fine feathered friend, but I'll also have Osgood kind of like 
circle just below the canopy too. Sounds good. Um, and as we take off into the wet jungle, I uh, grab the shoulder of my outfit and pull down on it and my clothes turn in from regular gear to a rain, rain gear. Ooh, nice. I love that transition. Me too. Me too. I, I love shift weave is my favorite magic, common magic. I, I love it so much. <laughs> so the boats um, are piloted by these long oars and slow going, but you're able to make your way maybe about a half a mile down the river before pulling off to the side for the night. Um, the river, like I said, is mostly covered with the canopy kind of knots above. Um, you can hear animals, anyone saw monkeys or birds fly across um, on the banks. Uh, it kind of switches between there being room for like some maybe climbing out, making camp, or then these areas where the ground just like falls into the river and you can see the roots from the trees nodding together as they reach down towards the water. Um, able to find a place where they pull the boats up, uh, ground them for the night, set up camp. Um, does anyone want to take a, does anyone want to take a watch? I will. Okay. What watch do you want to take? I will take the first one. Okay. I'll take the second. All right. I'll grab third then. All right. So each of you grab a watch. Um, you're to share the watch with one of the uh, hired hands, hired guards, hired boat swains, whatever they're doing at the moment. Jacks of all trade. <laughs> um, Zook, do you want to roll a... Um, perception check. Got a 12. 12. Uh, you hear birds. At one point in the night, you hear something. It's kind of a growl or a roar, and then a big thud, and then nothing. Excellent. I'm pretty energetic, though. I'm basically like on guard with my sword pretty much ready from hearing the biggling on. Yeah. As the night goes on, nothing else. We assume it's probably like a big predator caught something for dinner or something like that. Yeah. And then we get to die your second, right? I got a six. A six? Uh, yeah. yeah. You hear like a lot of like chirping of like bugs, and that's like all you can hear. It's really annoying. You wish you brought some earbuds. Mm. You're wondering how you're actually going to get to sleep at night. Um, yeah. Hmm. yeah that's <laughs> that's really annoying <laughs> um i just kind of irritatedly um press to digitate like a little flame in my hand and if oof, 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 kind of <laughs> just cool. something to focus on to get through the uh the noise mm -hmm. All right, and then nothing happens though. It passes into Hardy's turn. It's right. Yeah. That's 23. 23. Um, as the night comes to an end and the sun begins to shine, you can see as uh, sort of streams of light start coming through the canopy, not any big areas, but kind of lights up, and you can see all like the swirling dust and not moats and little tiny bugs flying around. 
um, you see a couple of early morning birds get their breakfast at breakfast. Um, at one point, farther down the river, you see a crocodile just reach its head out of the water and snatch a bird laying on, hanging out on a little branch, drop back in. That's your morning lunch. All right, uh, do you want to take a bio break and then start for the next day? Sounds good. Awesome, I could use some water. So, dawn comes, everybody wakes up, you have a little breakfast. Uh, did you guys talk about anything over breakfast? Uh, I would maybe, uh, uh, I'll tell them about, <laughs> in between my character voice there, I'd probably just recap like, and then this crocodile came out of the water and just snapped a bird. <laughs> Do we want to make some plans for defense then? That's probably a good idea. We're unfamiliar with the creatures here. Do we need more of a plan than just if we get attacked by crocodiles, we kill their asses? Or... Well, it usually works for me, but how do the rest of these people fair if it goes after them first. Unless this because we haven't seen anything except for crocodiles and the occasional gigantic bug. Well, you the also didn't have people see the froggy myth when you sent them to get stuff there, so... Uh, I went myself and I did not, never saw this froggy myth. I see, that's what I'm saying. You never know what you might run into. Fair, fair. Well, Anastas, how about if you see something that's scary, you just yell for help, and the rest of us will take care of it like usual. See something, say something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the oh. Rocivo Port Authority keeps saying, if you see something, say something. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to be in the front boat. So I'm very fair. I'm, I'm sure you can take care of everything, Ty. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I can. <laughs> All right, so you guys tap what little you took off the boats back onto the boats and, and push off in the same border. Um, what are you, so you don't have to pilot or anything. What are you doing uh, throughout today's boat ride? Looking for danger or other interesting yeah. things. Okay, um, really aware. I don't need to be rolling a perception check. Twenty-two. I got a twenty-three. <coughs> oh my god! <laughs> so did kill the DM. Oops. So you make your way through most of the day pretty well. Um, every once in a while, you'll see like some animals come uh, down to the water to get something to eat. Um, or to drink to catch some fish. Uh, you see a little skirmish in the middle of the day between what was like a, when some sort of large cat and a gator or a caiman, uh, one of the smaller crocodiles. Uh, one's, try, one's trying to eat the other, but you're not really sure who started it. Uh, and by the time you pass, they've both kind of given up and wandered off. 
um, yeah, we get to the end of the day. Uh, well, the late afternoon, it's already pretty dark. Not enough that you need dark vision yet, but it's been pretty dark under the canopy. Um, you make your way into this large bend in the river. Uh, both of you see that like it looks like the river is kind of picked up. Or it appears like the river is picking up in speed. Just a little more like white heads on the sides. And, mm-hmm. Well, perhaps some, um, what's it called with the way you're going rafting? Whitewater? Yeah, White, but what's yeah. the... The rapids? Rapids, yeah. You see some mm-hmm. rapids coming up and going around. Uh, yeah. So you're taking, going into this turn. Um, and Zook, you see it just after Hardy does. But oh, I'm in the front boat. Yes, but Hardy rolled higher than you did, and it's behind you. Oh, if it's behind us, then that makes sense. Coming out uh, in front of the third boat. Uh, rising out of the water, a long serpentine neck with what looks like a sea snake head at the top of it. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Yeah. Makes sense. Nice. <laughs> Look at y'all rolling good initiatives. <laughs> Oh, I need to Man, I really do love that dice log feature where you can like yeah. see everybody's die rolls. It just, I don't know. It just makes keep it feel it honest. <laughs> no, I keep it honest, but it also just feels a lot more like sitting around the table and you can kind of react, yeah. react in the moment to. Absolutely. I had one the other day, uh, another group that I play virtually with. Mm-hmm. Um, we had just rescued this kind of like booty prints from a bad situation. And I was trying to convince him to basically repel down a cliff wall with me. And he was <laughs> real stink about it. And he was like, I don't even know how to do it. How do I do it? And I was like, like this. And then I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was exactly like you're describing. It, it hit everyone's screen at the same time. And everyone was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Like this. <laughs> and, and then just me like going face Whoa. forward. <laughs> uh, sorry, I have to go through and give everyone their control and turns because I forgot to do that earlier. So are we on a battle map or are we still on the river map? Um you're on a different river map. Oh there we go. How do I give them turns? Right click and hit add turn. I must be on the wrong thing. It's been a while. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, your serpent's on the map layer. Ah, that's why. Mm. 
Okay, Dad, I'm gonna get that. <coughs> oh no, I've been whipped from the boat. <laughs> Is this on the token layer? Uh, I can see the map grid over it. This one? The serpent. Why isn't it? Yeah, so if you- There if you... we go. Yeah, there it is. All right, if y'all want to add in your, uh, your initiatives. No, I did take out my real life dice. Would you prefer I rolled in because I, I was rolling bad in D and D Beyond? <laughs> I don't care. I am. I have real life dice because you know how I love my thank you math rocks. Yeah, I have my tower out and everything. Yeah. I like it. Where is my There we go. Too many tabs open. <laughs> that DM life, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have like a million. Or just everyday million. life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if anyone's played much Stardew Valley, but that's a lot of tabs. I've <laughs> uh, I'm actually just started it a month or two ago for the first time. Uh, and um, now on year three. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, the giant head rears out of the water and from your boat and makes like this squelching, squealy sounds that I can't do, especially not when I can barely breathe. <laughs> um, and it makes a bite attack at you, Deck. That is. 16 plus 9 to hit. I think that misses. 24. No, 25. No? 24. No? 25. 25. <laughs> Pretty sure that misses. Does it actually hit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... <laughs> Maybe. Um, that's 11 points of piercing damage. And then you need to make a con save. I was going to say, he looks like a poisony boy. Mm-hmm. I think, plus I do think of everything except for one thing that I fought with Amanda DMing has been poisonous. <laughs> Four. Four? Or had some bleed effect. Um... Uh, 
That is 18 points of poison damage. Ouch. Yeah, I rolled a high on that one. Big chunk. Well, I am... <laughs> got third health left. <laughs> Then at this point, a a second head rears out. Oh my! And lets a medicine way down at you, guy, but it does not do anything. I'm far less tasty than I look. We're down to Hardy's turn. All right. Uh, gonna do what I do best and uh, try and get a shot off. I'm gonna aim at the one that came up first. Okay. That guy. Uh, with my first shot, it's a 14. 14? Does not hit, just misses. Okay. And I'm just going to go ahead and take that second shot. Same one. That's better. 25. Hits. All right. That's uh, 12 damage. Oh, all righty. It like flinches back and then turns back to you and hisses. Fair enough. <laughs> it's like, hey, fuck you. That hurt. I get it. <laughs> I did not like that. You come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Deck? I'm going to look over at Zook and be like, I think I regret coming with you guys. And then I'm going to stick my hand into the water and cast lightning bolt and see if I can't electrocute both of the uh, All right. Um, wait, so which one are you casting? Lightning bolt. So lightning bolts, you have to cast in a line. Well, if it's casted in the water, that means it shouldn't just be able to hit everything in her area. Um, and it's electricity, and I'm an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, science. I mean, yeah, you can. Sure. I'll, you know what? I'll let you do that. Yes. Rule of cool, baby. Yeah, so you stick your hand in the water, and you cast lightning bolt. 29 uh, damage. Wait, I have to make a saving throw, right? Correct. Dexterity? This very same throw. That's 17 plus 118. Uh, yeah, 15 is the same. Okay. So that's half damage. How 29. much? Half of 29. So that is how much? 14. Uh, 15 if you round up. 14 if you round up. Always round down in D&D. Yeah. Yep. 14. Okay. All right. So it looks like it took some damage, but not nearly as much as you'd expect, even knowing that it saved. So it's lightning resistant. And that was, did you roll 
for both of them or just one of them? Uh, I rolled it together. So they both failed. Oh, they, uh, they, they both succeeded. They both succeeded. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, well, I am in range, I think, of them. So I am going to stay where I'm at. Because I can't really do anything. All right. Uh, now we get to the next person's turn. Who is? It's Zook. your boy. It's your boy, Zook. All righty. Um, how dark is it in here? Uh, not dark enough to affect your fighting. All right. I'm going to fly 65 feet. Mm-hmm. Dark enough for ambiance? Mm. <laughs> well, my next question is, is it so dark that when I fly here, do I see if these are attached to a similar body or if they're unique creatures to themselves? So the water itself is really like full of silt and like floating bits of stuff. You really can't see below the surface. All right. That's kind of what I was worried you were going to say. Yeah. If you look at do the I recognize... picture of the river, it's kind of like that yeah. where it's just like brown. I was just hoping maybe like, you know, it rained or something. <laughs> it's a little bit clear in here today. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right. I will fly over there and I will look up at it and Zook will let out like a, because it, it did a big old scream before it tried to eat deck. It'll kind of yell at it in a very really bird way that I won't do because I respect your ears. <laughs> and then uh, he will make Two attacks with his sword. I got a 15 and a 16, which is a 24 and a 25 to hit. I both hit. Both uh, hit. Oh. 14 and 9. 14 and, and you're hitting head one, right? I mean, yeah. that guy. The Jason guy, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you kill it. Um, so you slash into it, and you're able to slice it up, and it sinks down below water as the head goes flying. Yeah. <laughs> um, roll me a d4, daughter. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Two. Uh, it goes flying and kind of lands on the back of the boat in front of you. <laughs> Yeah, that's just for the direction which way I was going to head fly. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering you were going to say two more heads pop out. That's what I was waiting for, too. Same. <laughs> Especially when you're like, you really slice it up. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> um, no, it's just that you did way more damage than it had left. And that is, I can't oh, bonus action because I'm too far. Oh, wait, let me... Uh... No, I guess I'll stop there. I'll just kind of glance down. I'll kind of try to keep an eye on the water on the side of the boat and hope that till the next turn, they'll just let me know if anything pops up on the side that they're close to. Because I don't have any movement left and I can't bonus action from far away. All right. 
It's Anastasis' turn. He's far away, and he does not fly. How far is he, though? Is the Anastasis is like, you got this. He's 75 feet away, because I flew 65 feet. Okay, 75 feet. How long is the range on this? No, it is not. Um, Anastasis casts a spell. And you see them. Where is it? Yeah, you see them kind of blink out and then reappear. And reappear at the back of this boat. And that's their turn. Die. Um, well, I didn't expect that sea creature, whatever it is, <laughs> to die so easily. Uh, it might change my plans. Um, no, I think I'm still going to do the same thing. Uh, I'm going to cast fear okay. uh, on the head that's next to me or the creature that's next to me. So what uh, does that do? Uh, it needs to make a wisdom saving throw or it becomes frightened for up to a minute. It's frightened of you. It can't uh, go near to you, right? Or attack you. Yes, it can't come closer to me and it must take the dash action every turn to move away from me by the safest available route. Okay, that'll be interesting. Um, it doesn't make a save? Yes, wisdom saving. Okay. That is a 16. Uh, it's exactly, exactly what he needed. Uh, okay, so it saves. Um, it kind of looks, its eyes go wide and then it blinks and it kind of comes back to itself. Well, fuck. Um, all right, that's my turn. All righty. We are back to it. At this moment, you hear some bubbling below you. And can we discern what like side of the boat that's happening on? Uh, yeah, the north east side of the boat. Gotcha. And then it's two heads pop up. Who was expecting that? No one. No one at all. <laughs> We're in some sort of Hydra situation. I'm shocked. <laughs> and this one, uh, where is my thing? This one tries to take a bite of you, Zook. That is low. Uh, fifteen to hit. Nope. Nope. And then the one above it tries to take a bite out of. Uh, deck. And that is 13 to hit? Nope. All right. And then this one is going to do something exciting. He's going to lightning bolt us. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, he kind of rears back and you see sparks start coming out of his mouth. And he blows lightning breath actually at the rear end of the ship and it goes up in flames. That's oh. convenient. So it's not the one with all the boxes on it. It has some boxes on it. Damn. Hitting with other stuff. So these the snacks. Not the snacks. No snacks. This is my fire. I hope y'all like it. That's good. Thank you. All right. And then it is next now Hardy's turn. Wait, where's the um, fire? Oh, wait, where's the fire? Right here, where it's all scribbled. Oh, wait, is that the wrong? Am I on the wrong? Uh, I think yeah. you're on the oh, yeah, layer. you're on a different layer. Oh, yeah, I am. Um, I am on the wrong layer. Uh-huh. Uh, it's in these squares. No, oh, gotcha. Um, ah, crap. Uh, Hardy's gonna shoot for uh, the head that's back here. Alrighty. Oops, that was the wrong roll. Sorry, I clicked the wrong thing. Please ignore. <laughs> There we go. Okay, uh, eleven, which definitely doesn't do it. Yeah, that does not quite do it. Uh, so that one. <laughs> oh yeah, so absolutely didn't do it. <laughs> uh, Twenty six. That hits. Okay, that's uh, twelve damage. What are you shooting it with? I was just looking as you were checking. Uh, the longbow. Yeah, kind of rears back as you get it in the side of the mouth. It's looking pretty hurt. I should have bought more arrows. (laughs) (laughs) All right, deck. Okay. Seeing that the lightning didn't do as much as I wanted it to, I am going to look at the two snakes in the front of our boat, and then I'm just going to cast Erupting Earth at third level and hit these two together. It's a 20-foot cube, and I'm going to have it erupt essentially in this that square there. Okay. So it's not like that. Uh, Let me think about how this is going to work a bit. Because it's supposed to come up from the dirt and come up. So I'm not sure if they're underneath those. Yeah, it's more than 20 feet deep. Well, I guess it's a fountain. But you know what? So what happens is you you call the earth up and you see this thing start to tremor a little bit and then um, what becomes visible at this point is you can like kind of see its butt kind of around this area. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. 
Each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw when the creature takes 3d12 bludgeoning damage. Okay, I lost one creature, so I'm going to make one save. 17 plus 0, I'm pretty sure. Yep, that saves, so it's... Uh, oh, plus 1? 18. Uh, Dex of 15, so that saves, so it's 20 down to 14. 14? It's still a good amount of damage, though. Uh, with that, I'm going to... Uh, let's see here. I'm going to cast Healing Spirit. Okay. Can you do that? What Bonus level is action. that? What's the rule of bonus actions for levels? Uh, you, if you use a, if you cast a spell as a bonus action, uh, one of them has to be a cantrip. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's a cantrip. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Then I will cast Shalele on my. Um, Stats as a bonus action. Nice. Awesome. Zoot, your turn is up. Is it but still up over the water? Yeah. You can see like the murky brownish gray water streaming off of um, some uh some no. gray greenish brown scales. I like to yell at uh Zoot can be like stab it up the butt. I will fly in like a circle pattern along this way, so I stay in its range and loop back to here, and I will make my two attacks on its butt. Oh, butt attacks. Okay. Line up the butt. What are you going to do? I will try to stab it with my sword. Cool. Um, 26 and 21. Uh, both hit. <coughs> uh, 11 and 10, so 21 more points of damage. 21. And then I will use my bonus action to make an unarmed strike on it. Need a d20, gotta roll the attack first. Uh, 24 to hit. Uh, 24 does hit. And that'll do 8, or d6. So 3 plus 5 is 8 points of damage, and I'll pump a stunning strike into it. Cool. And so that's a con save. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, hi. Probably safe then. Uh, on 20. Yeah. Oh, yeah, to be at 14. Okay. Well, I rolled a 14 and then it added six. <laughs> it was worth a shot. It was. It's a big boy, so he has lots of constitution. Yeah, and he just like he's cool getting <laughs> a head or two chopped off. Yeah. 
Okay, it is Anastasis' turn. He's going to hold his action. Actually, no, he's not. He's going to, or they're going to, sorry, I keep much entry in Anastasis. It's really stupid because I made them up myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're going to cast a level, uh, a level three fire, well, I guess the first level that you can't, level three fireball at these two heads, kind of aiming toward behind them, the air behind them, so it doesn't get the boat any more on fire than it already is. So I have to make a dex throw. Oh god, that's high. Uh, 18, which does save. Just barely. So they each take 12 points of damage. Let me see him go. Darn it. <laughs> Die, it's your turn. Question Is the fire on our boat bigger or smaller than a small campfire? It's bigger at this point. Drats. <laughs> All right. It has only been like six seconds. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hydro magic. It, I'm, I'm fine. It with fireballed it. off like the entire backside of it and where it was attached went aflame. I respect the DM's answer. Uh, it changes what I'll do, though. I'm going like to. Fire breath. Fire breath. Or, sorry. Which we're talking breath is an entire line. All right. I'm so going it's not one point. To cast a uh, fourth level spell. Mm-hmm. Um, I cast sick- yeah. I cast uh, sickening radiance uh, so I uh, grab my holy symbol and point my hands forward and this sort of sickly glowing fog erupts uh, from the side of the river kind of enveloping the area that the, the totally not a hydra is in um, <laughs> And it just sort of is I mean, it was a hydra. I just wanted to keep it sacred until the yeah. first day. <laughs> um, so anytime it moves into that spare, if it starts its turn there or moves into there uh, on its turn, uh, it takes it has to make a constitution saving throw or take some damage and a level of exhaustion. Okay. So uh, that's my turn. Awesome. So remind me when it starts... So it's, their t- it's his turn, so he needs to make a con. Yes. Okay, con. Oh, that's a natural three, so nine. All right, so he's going to take uh, some damage. Um, so he takes... Ooh, that's a good roll. Uh, uh, so he takes uh, 35 points of damage. Thank you. Uh, and then um, he suffers a level of exhaustion. Okay. And he starts glowing green, so he's impossible to be invisible. Mm. So he's shedding green light in a five-foot radius. All right. Okay. So the first point of exhaustion is just you get disadvantage. Disadvantage is what I thought. 
Yeah. Um, disadvantage on ability checks. And then the next second level will half his speed. Okay. So the third head that was just hanging out underwater because they could wait underwater for up to an hour pops up and looks over at Anastas. Oh my. There's a lot of heads. Well, it had three heads to start with, and then you killed a head. So it made two more in that spot. So now it has four heads. And each head gets an attack at disadvantage. Uh, this one's going to try to bite Anastas. White disadvantage. Doesn't it get a disadvantage to attack? No, just ability yeah. checks. Oh, Dis ability disadva checks. Okay. Yeah, disadvantage on attacks comes at exhaustion level three. Okay. Um, yeah, so it takes a bite out of Anastas. Who takes, where is my thingy? Oh, I kept forgetting you guys who got bits damage. Um, ta Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, plus 10 and a do a con save. No, he can't. No, they can't. Amanda. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So it takes twenty-one full points of damage. Damn. Okay. And then this one is going to once again attack Zook. Uh, that is twenty-four. Oh, that'll do it. No, wait, that's not 24. That's 27. That'll even more do it. <laughs> um, so you take nine points of damage and you have to make a con save. Four. Fourteen points of poison damage. And then the next one is going to attack deck. Um, that is 19 to hit. That is. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like deck's going to die. <laughs> 15 points of piercing damage. Oh. How you bad have you to look? make a con saving throw. Uh, I'm at one health. Right now, before my con save, make that con save. Nope. <laughs> oh, oh no, he's unconscious. Yep, nope. Uh, <laughs> Unless you rolled less than a one on however many die you rolled. 16. I rolled 46 and I got a six, a five, a four, and a one. Oh, that's not his health, is it? No, he's got to be more than 20. Yeah. Yeah, 16 points of damage. 16? Yeah, he yes. had one. <laughs> and now you're knocked out, right? Yep. All right. Um, and then the last one attacks die. That is 14. That's exactly what they needed. <laughs> oh, God, they're getting you exactly all the time. Yeah. Um, seven plus five, uh, 12 points of piercing damage and you need to make a con save. Okay. 
Um, con save. I'm actually, I'm actually not bad at con saves. Oh, uh, though that 12 probably total isn't going to do me much. Well, you need 15. The die was lingering on a 15 for a second, and it just oh, tipped over at the last oh. second. 13 points of poison damage. All right. Oh, and also, um, while you're poisoned, when you got poisoned on that turn, any healing you receive until after your next turn is the lowest possible result you can get. Interesting. So keep that in mind. It's very nice of you to tell us. Does that apply if you're unconscious? I'd assume it would. Okay. That's a okay. It doesn't say it doesn't. That's fine. But so it's like if you cast a spell that's 1d4 plus 4, you get five mm-hmm. points. All righty. Um, now we are at Hardy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try shooting the one that just took a chomp out of die. All right. That's a hot one. Wait, no, that's a seven. I can read. Uh, 17. 17 hits. Great news. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead and roll my second two. The second one is 11, which won't. That's uh, another net one. Then, uh, so the first shot was six damage. Nice. You shoot it, and a hero goes straight to his eye and out the back of his stall. And it flops down in the water and makes the same. I watch very carefully. <laughs> All right. Um, where am I? I wish there was a way to like just whenever you're dealing with tokens, no matter where you are, be able to just like hit the um add the little tokens to them thing. So like, if, even if I'm on the DMs layer, I want to be able to kill these guys so that they're killed. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um, deck. Deck dolls. Death save? Death save. Roll a deck save. Roll 20, buddy. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. Uh, here. Oh, I just click. Uh, just really um, you sh- if you're, did you take down all your head points? Yeah, it says death saves, failures, success. So does it have a button to roll? It does not have a button to roll, but there is, I guess, a huge one that can just roll. Fourteen's a save, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, I'm really surprised they don't have an automatic death save. Yeah, there's yeah. no button. Yeah, no. I, I, max health modifier override max HP. Healing damage done. Temp HP current HP. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, can't believe it's a sword in all the way to eternity. So I was going through spells. Seeing how I can improve myself. So I don't die again like that. <laughs> Taking out some frustration from the turn. So now I'm saying is that you didn't have to climb into bed and put your cold feet on me. <laughs> so it was retaliation. <laughs> no, it wasn't until you mentioned it. And I'm like, no, that's a fair point. It could be. <laughs> When do you retaliation if one is from the way you didn't know? Ha 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 ha! And you some more. Is that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sue, it's your turn. Okay. All right. What else? I was waiting for Paul to do one more thing for some reason. Nope. There's nothing I can do. Would I recognize this creature? Perhaps from like, because I did spend a lot of time in gladiator pits. Could I see if I ever saw anything? Roll me a general intelligence or history. That's what I was hoping for. It's not gonna be good though. I got a 12 minus one, 11. Uh, well, these are pretty popular, like sort of mystical, magical creatures and just, you know, stories. So you know for sure this is a Hydra. Could I try to stab it instead of slashing it with my sword for piercing instead of slashing damage? Uh, you can. Roll me a nature check. That's intelligence again, right? Uh, yeah. Wisdom? Intelligence? Mm, intelligence. intelligence. 15, 16 minus 1. Um, you know that, you know, from that nature check that the story is about slicing the head off being the bad thing to do isn't necessarily correct, but you're not really sure what is correct. All right. Do I still feel like maybe the body would be a better option, though? Yeah, probably. So I will hop out onto its butt or just <laughs> over its butt and I will make two attacks with my sword. All right. Uh, that is a 20 and a 27. Both hit. Excellent. That is a 12 and an 11, so 23. Then I will use a key point to bonus action pace defense. Okie dokie. Uh, it's Anastasis' turn. <laughs> They are going to. How far are you from them? Nope. They are going to bless Zook, Deck, and Hardy. Because they're all within 30 feet. So each of you gets a roll a d4 and add a number to an attack roll or saving throw. Nice. Right here. 
and then they're going to wait because that's the end of the turn. Die. Um, I'm going to reach my hand down and touch uh, Deke and give him seven hit points. Yay. Yay, seven hit points. No good. That is my uh, my um, healing hands ability. So I don't have to roll. So that's the lowest result I can get is seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. And then as a bonus action, I'll grab my mace off of my hip and throw it up into the air, uh, casting spiritual weapon. Uh, and I will cast it at... Uh, is there any advantage? No, yeah, so second level. Um, and just kind of throw it up here to next to this head. Uh, I guess it's kind of blue on blue water, but hopefully you can see it. Yeah, I see it. And then do I get to make a, an attack with it right away? Yes. So. All right. Melee spell attack, huh? Uh, 23. 23 hits. Mm -hmm. Dealing it uh, nine points of force damage. Okay, it's still up, but it ain't looking good. Mm -hmm. It always surprises me that spiritual weapon is not a concentration spell. I'm done. I know. All right, it's its turn. It makes a saving throw for the sickening radiance. Saving throw. Constitution save. What do I add to this again? Six? 18? That will, 18. That will save. Um, okay. Should I save from this? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Oh, sorry. Probably <laughs> should just float out. To be fair, he flew right. into it after you already cast it. Yeah. So I got a 20. Yeah, you're fine. Dave. You're good. What? It's all or nothing. So sweet. Okay. Um, now it's its turn. The Hadra's turn. He's gonna pop up some more friends. Hey guys, you're having a party. Mine? Mine? No. Hi, how's Mine? it going? Mine? 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 And this head is going to move a little bit this way. And they're all going, these three are going to turn around and take a bite out of you, Zook. I can try. Stabbing them up the butt. The first one. Disadvantage. Disadvantage. Still pretty good. Uh, My natural 20 is not getting up. Um, T24. Yeah, 24 I'll hit. Natural 20. Uh, that is 14 points of piercing damage. You have to make a concept. Twelve. Twelve does not do it. Eighteen point wait. That can't be right. No, 18 points of um, poison damage. Oof. 
So was that total like 30 something? You said 14 for the piercing or how 14 much? plus 18. Yeah, so I'm unconscious. All right. Well, you're not gonna get bit again. You guys see um <laughs> Zook go a little unconscious, you know, it's at the touch unconscious and kind of like slide off the side of his butt into yeah, the right water. in the middle of its big old butt. Oh, no. Yeah, but it's also it's it's turn and it's gonna be hiding its butt anyway. I mean, if it makes it to its turn, they might kill it. It is its turn. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> it slides off his butt and he lands in the boat. I think there needs to be a wall. He's not gonna land in the boat though. Well, so it's like it's- barely above the water. But but think the about water's it like 25 this. Feet it's, deep. It's That's gonna, gonna be above gonna, the water. But there's a giant rock to right there, so it's gonna slide down to the left. I mean, I was gonna have you fished out immediately, but it was just for flavor. <laughs> 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 but I probably float regardless because I yes. have hollow bones. <laughs> yes. All right, and then this one then is going to take a bite out of. Uh, Yes, deck. It's right in front of you. <laughs> oh, it changed his mind. Fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're unconscious. It's not interesting anymore. Not gonna... So that is eighteen to hit. Yep. Looks like I'm going down for the count again. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, that is. He's got what seven? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is thirteen points of piercing damage. Yep. What happens for con saves when you're unconscious? Oh man, failure, right? uh, it doesn't matter because the damage all happens at once. So you. Okay. It's basically yeah. your immune system anyway. You That's what I thought. I thought there wasn't going to be I was just making sure. Um, roll a con save, baby. Though if he succeeds on this, then he won't have to worry about the healing thing, right? Yes. Okay, that's good. 18. 18 saves. So you don't get any additional poison damage. That's good. Because he was at negative nine, and you did like 30 some odd poison to him one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, these two are going to, uh, this one's going to go and attack you, die. Mm-hmm. I think some of these things need to go out for freaking Anastas. <laughs> One dead. Yeah, they have, but then uh, Zeus started attacking his butt, so the one closest to Anastas was the first one to attack him. And now the heads aren't near him, so they can't attack him. Zeus was tanking. It's all good. Tanky tank tank. <laughs> 19 mm-hmm. plus 9, 28. No, miss. 20. Oh, it does. Nice. No. No, no. I thought you maybe cast something last round. I wasn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's it is. definitely gonna hit. Um, six points of piercing damage. That's good. Yeah. Got Did I make a one. Con- oh, con save. Yeah. Con save. All right. Roll well on this. We don't have any like inspiration or anything, do we? Yeah. You're blessed. You're also I'm blessed. Not, I'm yes. not blessed. I was outside. Oh, yeah. I think I oh. was too far away for the blessed. You are too far. All right. Well, if we have inspiration, I'm maybe going to need it. But I got a good con. Just need to roll well. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> no. I'm going to burn my inspiration if I have okay. it. Yeah, everyone there. starts off with inspiration each. There time. we go. 23 con. 
23 con, you save no place and damage. Excellent. Um, this one is going to go for. Yeah. So if it speeds up a little bit, it can get hardy. So hardy is trying to get attack you. You haven't really been attacked yet. Look at these nameless NPCs next to us. They look so tasty, Hydra-Man. Yeah, sorry. This one, I forgot about the NPCs. This one's going to rear down and fight this guy in half. We've all been Toss the other half of him somewhere. Because that was supposed to be the first thing that they did. Um, but then the perception rolls were high, so everyone caught him at the beginning. He was originally going to oh, no, Jerry. And somebody in hell half. He was three days from tenure. <laughs> the, they're always three days from tenure. <laughs> He's dead. Well, this one's going to attack you, Hardy. So. Gotta yeah. keep an eye on your elderly. 14? That does not hit. Ooh, yeah, it rolled a, it rolled a five. All right, that one is impotent. Standing there on the water. Sad. Uh, Hardy, it is now your turn again. Ooh, boy, I got my pick of the litter. All right, I'm going to shoot the one that just bit me. Hmm. With disadvantage because it's next to you. Yeah. Is it because of how? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And so the lower of those two was shoot the 22 because it was 12. So the, the lower of the two that I just 12? Went, 22. Uh, 22. Oh, so the, hits. And then damage for that is 12. Sorry, I just remembered I had to make a concentration check. Uh, oh, yeah, you do. I need a DC 10 on its uh, con save. Okay. Uh, and I'll go ahead and. I oops, lose my signal. I keep clicking the. I keep clicking the wrong fucking one. Okay. Uh, then for my second shot, the lower of the two was 17. So that's. And that's another 12 damage on. This guy. All right, it's looking pretty rough. Deck. Unconscious again. Make a saving throw. I mean, a death saving throw. Hit that 20. Oh. Oh, no. That's, That's real two. bad. That's real, that's, real bad. That's two, yeah. Ouch. Goodbye, guys. It was good. Knowing you. All right, Zook. Death saving throw. Oof. Hey. You're, oh, at one, nice. you're at one, one hit point. Ooh. Nice. Wow, that was really a polar. Yeah. <laughs> it what's what's the I... probability of that? 
It moves its butt, and as I <gasps> dip into the water, I kind of pop back up. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's Anastasis' turn. Um, Anastas is going to decide what he's going to do. They're going to do. Um, Anastas is going to cast... Uh, cast another third level fireball at these two heads behind them so that they don't hit everyone. And so you kind of like behind this one so it hits all three of these. It rolled the natural three for its dex check. Hey. Which is not good because I think it only gets plus one. So it fails. So each head takes. 31 points of fire damage. And, and is cauterized question mark? <laughs> three die. I don't know, you have to see. Does anyone see a giant rock? I've seen I've seen a play where <laughs> all right. Um that being their turn. Let's see how far. 60 feet. They're going to bonus action. Oh, they can't. Bonus action healing word. Never mind. Arda, do you have a healing potion? Die, it's your turn. You do? I do. All right. Then I'm going to take a gamble. We need some time. Otherwise, these things are going to kill us. Uh, So I'm going to try fear again. It's a wisdom saving throw. I'm really hoping that this thing is not very wise. Well, it rolled a natural three. All right. Um, plus zero. So it's a spook. All right. So it is frightened. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, I just sort of stand up and hold my holy symbol out at it. And uh, it kind of pro- project its worst <laughs> fear into its mind, whatever that might be. Uh, getting scolded by its hydra mother. Ooh, <laughs> yes. rough. So, um, while frightened by me, it the must bully take... from Hydra Elementary School. <laughs> uh, it has to take the dash action and move away from me by the safest route available on each of its turns, unless there's nowhere to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it ends its turn in a location where it doesn't have line of sight to me, it can make a wisdom saving throw to end it. But okay, all right. Um, hmm. And that's its turn. All right, it is its turn. It's going to take the dash action. Can I uh, move and dash, right? So uh, twice? Yes. Um, I assume since this is kind of its lair, it would move towards the open water. So it moves towards where you guys came from. Uh, It can't move closer to me. That's the only condition. Uh, it's kind of under you, so I figured it was going to go up like that and that way, uh, 120 feet. So it can't reach you guys anyway. Yeah, that would work. And I hit this is whether you want to run into it in another day. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I'm getting it out of your way. <laughs> Appreciate it. Connor? So, do you get an attack of opportunity for it? Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't affect the fright at all either. So. Nope. Do I roll a disadvantage since I'm in water? I mean, it's huge right next to you. 
Well, yeah, but isn't it like swinging through water disadvantage or something? Kate, is Hardy using a melee weapon? Yeah, sure. Fine. Uh, Give yourself a I advantage if you want it, Connor. I, I, do not melee weapon. I just want. I didn't know if you had one want. equipped. If you did, you'd get a. I think you'd get an attack of opportunity. Eighteen. Also. I can. I can take a swing with this hand axe. Mm-hmm. Eighteen hits. Uh, eight plus six is fourteen points of damage. All right, and then Hardy, you're attacking it too. Uh, yep. So I got a eighteen with the hand axe. <clears throat> that hits, and three damage. All right, a little. It's rushing its way up. The stream dash action, um, getting about 120 feet away from you. There's a lot of blood in the water behind it as it dashes away. Uh, we'll stay in initiative order for this one. It's dashing. Um, party, it's your turn. Um, so since they are on the move, uh, who who needs this most I got all right uh, that, that so, just points at Deke yeah I, I move over closer to him and uh, I'm handing off a uh, potion of healing all right oh well, you got it I pour it down and scroll it <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> so that's what a 1d4 plus 4 2d4 plus 2 I think they heal me <laughs> yay a 2d4, you said? I wonder if they're going to chase and forget about me and let me die. <laughs> 2d4 plus 2? Yeah. Uh, so 6. It's a juicy 6. Well, you got a juicy 6. A juicy um, 6. Uh, what'd you roll in those two die rolls? Uh, a 4 and a 1. Or, sorry, a 3 and a 1. And oh. then. Oh, sorry. I, I have a thing, but it only works for healing guys, spells. We're like oh, six seconds from me potentially making the worst throw of my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm still holding my symbol out. I say, we've got about a minute. It might come back. So we've got two minutes, maybe. It doesn't say, does it save at the end of its turn or no? It just lasts uh, uh, only when it can't, uh, whenever it ends a turn and it can't see me any longer. Okay. That's a downside to having all them heads. Yeah, that is. Well, it has two right now. Right now. But there's one definitely looking where it's going and one looking where it's coming from. Um, uh, Deck, you are alive. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, I am going to cast... As they come back up, you're like, oh, this is not feeling very good. I'm just going to sit here for a second and heal myself and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at a second level. Right. Let, me, let me know what you roll in the dice because I can help you if if it's bad. Three and a five and a four. Three, five, and a four. Myself for 12, right, no, three and a five, sorry. And then, um, the fourth is chasing modifier. Chasing it? That's actually not bad. It's running away. It's running away. Um, I'll just stick with the group. And just kind of stay on the boat right now and try to recuperate. Okay. 
Um, next person's turn is Zook's turn. Zook's going to crawl on up over by the stud body. He's going to pull out his longbow and he's going to focus and take a second to enable Kensei's shot or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where the hell is this? I don't know what. I just had it a second ago. Oh, yeah, Kensei shot. Uh, so I'll use my bonus action so that my ranged attack with a Kensei weapon deals 1d4 extra damage of its weapon type. And I will okay. shoot an arrow at it. All right. Shoot away. That is a 10 plus 8 is 18. 18 hits. All right. So that is a D8 and a D4 plus 5. Oh, balls. That's 8 points of damage. <laughs> All righty. Um, it's Anastasis' turn. He, They are going to kind of blink out of existence for a little while. You can't see where they want. Oh, jealous. I want to blink out of existence for a little while. Die, <laughs> uh, it is your turn. All right. I'm actually going to move one spot to the left so it doesn't look like I'm dead. <laughs> uh, I just look at the uh, other two hands and I'm like, well, what are you standing around for? Put that fire out. Uh, and then I'm going to... Uh, he one of them, so he starts like shoveling water onto it. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to put on my own air mask first. Uh, <laughs> And I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds on myself uh, okay. at a second level. Amanda. What? I forgot I have two attacks per action. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm going to reroll the three by spitting a spell point. Sorcery point. That's marginally better. Actually, I get 14 back. Yes. All right, Connor, do you want to take your second attack? Yes, please. Uh, 21 to hit. Oh. Um, and 11 points more damage. All right. Just going back to time a tiny bit. <laughs> so you can take a second attack. So you, you let loose your bow from your Kinsei weapon. And you hear this massive scream come from down, or upriver, I guess. Mouth? This downriver. Yeah. As yeah. The Hydra falls forward and a big wave comes back, lifts you up a bit. You get a little nervous, but it's fine. It's kind of goes. Water spreads out onto the bottom of the jungle floor around them. Around well you. shot. Well shot. I don't think we'll have to worry about it in a minute now. So that's good. <laughs> uh, I'll look back at the boat and then I'll notice that the fire is probably still going, right? The guy's doing his best to kind of get rid of it, but it's not completely gone yet. Is it smaller than a small campfire? Are we out of initiative? We are out of initiative. Okay, then we're all helping. (laughs) We're all helping. Control (laughs) flames to extinguish the fire. Oh, Oh, nice. So you get the fire out immediately. Um, The boat's not terrible. It could use some repairs, but y'all are able to go down to this area pull it onto the ground for the night and um is anybody good with some type of tools that could help them work on fixing the boat nope <laughs> you want to proficient in anything 
I'm good with, uh, good with like every form of weapon. I could knit, a and net. I was a slave. Is there, <laughs> could I be? I could at least be helpful. <laughs> you should at least like yeah, help them with materials and stuff. Yeah, and if they need a very accurately swung hammer, like I'm their guy. Yeah, they get you to like get some uh, wood for them. I'm gonna take a short rest while they work on the boat. Well, are we stopping for the day? We are or? stopping for the day. Yes, it's about nine o'clock. You know, time to go to bed. Um. Oh, we're taking a long rest. Yes, we are taking a long rest for the night. If there's anything anyone wants to do before bed, we can do it. Um, did we realize when I shot the Hydra that I killed the Hydra? Yes. Could I have? Could we have done something to loot it. Uh, yeah. Some of you can make your way down there in one of the fresh boats and start taking it apart. Um, I'll tell you what you get next time. Uh, as, as I look at the boat I was on and the fire damage, I look at Hardy and I say, well, I think Sven is going to be severely sore about his slightly singed skiff. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wasn't our deposit. Good point. I say, I still have some, uh, I still have some uh, uh, boat ale. Shall we split it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> As you guys, y'all, boat ale the night away. Well, we will stop at that point. Yay. Congratulations. Yay. I, you got, I was getting nervous there for a second. Me? I thought we were I all, we all were. <laughs> well, that's why I was like, I think if I don't bust this fear out, we're all going to die immediately. <laughs> I, we need to get this Hydra out of here. We need a moment to catch our breath. I was like, oh, no. So can we officially take a long rest? Or- yeah, you can officially take a long rest. Also, that um, that saving throw was very important. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, um, you guys get to level up. Hey! Awesome. Every time any, I feel uh... bad for almost killing you all, you guys level up. <laughs> <laughs> we all just feel very juiced the next day. What am I, a D8? Oh, ability score improvement or feet. I'm going to have to think about this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, great session, Amanda. Thanks for running. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Look forward to revisiting this soon. I rolled a three. Hopefully. Amanda, I rolled a three. You rolled a three. Cool. Yeah. Oh, well, up let me... to middles. Middles, houses. Um, houses rounded up of whatever your dice is if you roll below that. I rolled a I rolled a six. Okay. I'm also gonna I'm gonna do the uh, ability score and I'm gonna get my constitution up a point. Cool. Now should I do one level in druid or one level as well? What gets you the coolest thing nuts? I don't know. If you go back to your uh, 